Welcome to the DGR Podcast. I'm your host, David Gray. Hello guys, David here. I hope you're doing well. I am, it's just me today. I'm going to just do a nice short podcast. I'm going to chat about plyometrics. I'm fresh off teaching a workshop on Saturday. Today is Monday. I taught a workshop in our gym on Saturday and just kind of some of the, we spent a good bit of time, maybe an hour, an hour and a half, bringing people through my kind of plyometric, I don't want to use the word system, let's say kind of progression. And yeah, there was just some questions about it and some being able to see some people, diff, the different types of bodies doing the, doing the things. And um, yeah, there's just some things that are on my mind. So I'm going to try and take them out of my mind and put them into this microphone. And that's how I, that's how I kind of get my thoughts clear and like answering questions in the workshop. That's how I actually clarify what I actually think. Like having it in your head is one thing. And when you have to put it into words or write it down, it's another thing. So that helps me immensely. So that's what I'm going to use this podcast and you guys for as well. Um, just with regards to the the workshop, it was very, very good. We had 17 people. It, sorry, it was actually brilliant. Like really good. I really enjoyed it. We had 17 people there. Coaches, therapists, SNC coaches, CrossFit, weightlifting coaches, um, physios, and podiatrists so we had a, a really good mix of people but they're all on the same page which was really cool and then we went out for a few drinks afterwards um felix came from sweden uh luke came from barcelona and after that i think everyone just came from around ireland and the north of ireland and um ray came from sligo which was a good spin as well and nigel came from tremor which was seven minutes from my house so <laughs> So some people were leaving at like, some people left on Friday and Nigel left at uh, 10 minutes to 10 on, or, or, or Nigel left at 9.30 on Saturday morning and was here at 9.37, so <laughs> so he did well. Um, so yeah, it was very, very good and uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to the three girls who are with the Foot Focus team of podiatrists in Dublin. They were... They came down because I taught them a workshop. I taught a private work, workshop in Dublin for those guys. So a group of podiatrists up there um, and a staff training just for just for them about four or five months ago. And the three girls at the time were fresh out of college. And I don't think they were treating people at the time. They'd just been taken on and the guys were trying to train them up. And Mark and Stephen kind of asked me, do you think we should bring them into the workshop and have them involved? Or do you think we should wait for until they've seen some clients and, and then we can kind of get them trained up at another date? And I said at the time, bring them in. Even if they're a bit confused, it doesn't matter. You don't. It doesn't matter if you're confused. They're going to pick up stuff and they're going to be way better in a few months time as a result of that so they did and then the three girls came back down again for kind of round two of the workshop it was slightly different like that was a bit more tailored towards the foot but to be honest when you talk about the foot you have to talk about the knee and the hip and the pelvis and all that stuff as well so they came back down and literally it was like they were completely different people they said that the assessment that I gave them like the full body assessment that I gave them they use in every single have used with every single client since then and even in the beginning they were like we don't really necessarily always know what we're looking for here but we're just going to do it and like and like face the kind of short-term pain with it and honestly i could not believe the difference in like four months they said some of the foot stuff that i gave, gave them to i showed them to use with almost every client um and yeah they they're like 
how many podiatrists are able to take a client from like a, a plantar fasciitis or Achilles problems or whatever the hell it is and take them back to like plyometrics and running and they have the ability to do that now and they're so confident with it and they're so they were so eager and the questions they were asking were at such a high level so I'm going to give those three girls a shout out up there in foot focus um honestly I was absolutely thrilled to see the the difference in a few months of with them so just with regards to plyometrics so we went through a progression um which was kind of like stiff stiff ply, stiff plyometrics or what you might call like overcoming bias plyometrics and then we went into some yielding plyometrics and then we went back into some kind of stiff slash overcoming plyometrics and then we went into like patterns where we start to couple and pair the two so it's a stiff one paired with a paired with a, a yielding one or an overcoming one paired with a yielding one and that's kind of the type of progression that I might use with some clients depending on who they are uh, and I might I might just bin that completely or I might go the opposite way around but I was kind of trying to show the guys that like this is a this is a good way of thinking about it and a good way of doing it and it was very very interesting that like the stiff the stiff people I don't mean stiff in a bad way the people who are able to demonstrate some stiff some level of stiffness some some level of reactivity they were they were stiff no matter what we wanted to do and what i what i'm trying to say is with the so go back and listen to my episode with matt on plyometrics i think it's episode 13 or 14 or something like that and matt has a a t he has tiers of his plyometrics or i think it's tiers but he has yeah tiers he has deep a deep tier so it's tech they're technically not plyometrics but they're where you're like in a split squat and you're doing maybe jumps and or leaps or whatever whatever it is but you're in it in like a squat or a split squat or a deeper range of motion or like you're you're bounding but you're sinking down into the movement okay so he has deep tier and what i noticed or what i noticed all of the time but what what we what i was trying to point out to the guys is that okay deep tier isn't uh isn't for me isn't the terminology that i'm using at the moment because now I kind of used it I said like you could call these deep tier like match uses but what I'm trying to get across to you is when I want you when I want you in these positions and when we're focusing on not getting off the ground as quick as possible then I want the focus to be on yielding now not necessarily all of the time don't get me wrong like you can do stiffness work but in deeper joint ranges of motion right so you can land and you can land in that lunge position from from a height and you can still have a really stiff ankle and you're trying to be very stiff in that bottom position okay but we weren't we weren't teaching that and what i was trying to show them was that when we're focusing on yielding we're focusing on yielding we're trying to go with the movement we're trying to sink down into the movement but the people who were stiff were stiff all the time and they were just stiffening up in their landings but the, and and the only difference was they were they were stiffening they were in a inner deeper joint range of motion in a deeper joint range um like they're down in a in a in a in a squat position they're down in a lunge position but they weren't actually letting tissues yield and lengthen they're just they're just stiffening up in that range of motion okay so i was trying to say when we are yielding we are yielding when we are stiffening and overcoming we are overcoming we're not trying to we're we're not necessarily we're, the stiff people were always trying to be stiff and then the yieldy people were always trying to be yieldy 
okay so if we're doing our like if we're doing our single leg pogo our single leg hop far distance continuous hopping across the ground with a leg cycle which we did do with a leg cycle in between you can't be if you want to demonstrate that in 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 a proficient way and have short ground contact times the yieldy people the people who like were were the yieldy people weren't amazing at it right they're super yieldy they weren't going to be amazing at it but some of the stiffer people were good at it were pretty good at it, at that type of thing okay then there's the the stiff the, the super stiff people i was trying to get them to like yielding down into them into movements and they weren't amazing and some of the yieldy people were better at it okay so so there's the two ends of the spectrum neither is good or bad it just it just really just depends okay it really just depends the stiff people might need more yielding work the yielding people might need more stiff stiff work and our overcoming work and it's not it's not like there is there is an overcoming and a yielding action in both in both of those so i'm saying a yielding thing but there's still an overcoming action in that it's just that it's biased towards yielding and in the overcoming work it's biased towards overcoming and stiffness okay so that's um so yeah but then there was the people who kind of fell in the middle some people who are very very strong like they've done a lot of lifting and i had this conversation i think it was with with owen who was at the workshop now correct me if i'm wrong whoever was whoever it was just let me know <laughs> send me a message but he, he was saying one of the guys was saying how okay so someone has lifted a lot of weights and they've, they've started to use like a, me- a very muscular strategy in their jumps like they've gone a little bit too far in in that in into um into that world and now in their sport like it's a, everything is a very muscular movement and they're not as good at using the tendons to transfer energy right so he was saying okay so they they need stiff they need more stiff and reactive work to start to train the the tendons in that way and i said yes they do but watch these people and we pointed out some of these people doing their plyometrics um doing the yielding work and they couldn't actually get down and, and yield into those positions and go with movements either so they need so so you'd measure those people on on the oh sorry my lights just went off then you would measure these people on the table and they would be lacking range of motion some of the time so not much hip flexion um not much ir or er maybe whatever right whatever but they're just they're just a little bit tighter and so they're not quite good enough at uh overcoming muscle slack and uh, getting off the ground quicker but then if you go into the yielding work they're not quite good enough at actually lengthening tissues so he was saying they, they need you need to train them to be stiffer i think and i was like yes you do but maybe you go after the yielding work first or maybe you maybe not necessarily but they still need the yielding work to try and recapture some range of motion and then go from there so it's not that they need one or the other but i think they probably need a mixture of both of those things and if you fall in the middle of being someone who's like okay i'm going to stiffen up when i'm doing my yielding work i'm not going to get that 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 tissue to actually lengthen under load so i'm not going to recapture that range of motion and get that nice kind of fluid type of movement back and then i'm still going to try and stiffen up when i'm doing my plyometric work my true plyometric work i'm trying to be quicker off the ground but i'm not quite good enough at that where i actually know i'm kind of half sinking down but i'm still i'm i'm not i'm not sinking all the way but i'm also not quick enough off the ground either so those people fall into that 
that um that space and that's kind of a no man's land i think because they're just doing the things they're still using a muscular strategy but they're not actually lengthening muscle so that's where i was trying to really get across to the guys when you're doing your yielding type of work you are yielding it's like someone threw a medicine ball out the window out of a second floor window and if you were going to catch it you wouldn't just catch it you wouldn't be standing under it and just go and brace against it you'd probably like sink down into the squat and try and time it so you're going at the same speed as that medicine ball and you're taking some of it and then there's that little bounce at the bottom and you come back up so it over and over again i was like cueing arms arms let the arms hang let the arms relax when we're doing our yielding work and i must have got 10 messages from from guys because there was a good few strong guys there i got a, a lot of messages saying how destroyed their quads and their glutes were because we lengthened the crap out of those tissues in our yielding type of work again and again and again glutes were ripped off people all right now they had a few points of guinness as well and a few baby guinness that night and a couple of the lads had a couple of kebabs as well so their belly was probably ripped off them as well but their glutes were torn off them and they just hadn't been lengthening tissues in that way in a long time so that's all i'm pretty much going to say i hope hopefully i articulated it fairly well but I just think me articulating it in any way is, has been valuable for me and I haven't articulated it as well as I would like to, but that's even that five minutes or whatever the hell I just talked has been, val- 12 minutes <laughs> has been valuable for me. So basically the lesson is, I'm trying to say is when you're yielding, be yieldy. When you're trying to be overcoming and stiff, be, be stiff. Try not to fall into that no man's land, particularly if you're a, uh, anyone to be honest anyone just be clear on your intention on what who you're trying to be or what you're trying to train what quality you're trying to train and if you if you're not good enough at your true plyometric work to like not have to sink down so you're, you're not good enough at like being rea- more reactive off the floor then you're probably using and your intention is to be more reactive off the floor you're probably using an, a variation that's a little bit too hard for you and then if you're not yieldy enough in your in your yielding work or math i might call deep tier but i'm the reason i'm not saying again i'm not saying deep tier is just because i want to be specific that deep tier could be with an overcoming bias as well it's just in a deeper joint range i'm saying yielding is like not it's it's a sinky kind of movement okay so when you're trying to do that actually do that and don't be stiff at the same time so i hope that makes sense um please let me know actually i'm not just saying please let me know actually let me know um tag me or whatever write to me on instagram actually let me know if that makes sense or if i just wasted 14 minutes and 19 seconds of my life and um, one last thing don't forget to sign up for dgr interactive use the code dgr podcast for 20 percent off and we are absolutely flying there on the membership site i said i wanted a thousand members in january i said i wanted to get to a thousand members and i was like I'm just going to set a massive unrealistic goal just so I have to kind of force myself to work hard. And now I'm like, this might not be too unrealistic the way people are are taking to it and sharing it and stuff like that. So go and sign up there this week. I'm going to do a video on actually after this podcast, I'm going to do a video on the foot and looking at some foot stuff and help you with some observational skills. I put up the post on Instagram. Actually, I'm going to do the the like big long, the longer answer, the 10 minute answer on, on the member site. And then the other one was, hang on, Kira sent out the email. Bear with me now. Don't go anywhere. Kira sent out the email. We went through it this morning. Monday morning, we say, right, what's our plan for the week? And then that makes me actually stick to the plan for the week. So, oh yeah, Friday, I'm going to go over hook line versus 90-90 variations. So Sam asked me um, which 
can you can you help me understand why you use a 90-90 variation versus a hook line variation what are the differences between the two so tuesday observational skills what's happening at a foot three or four things that i'm going i'll i can see and i'm, I'm going to help you see them and then hook line versus 90-90 on friday last week i went over orientation versus relative motion at the feet on Tuesday and Friday went over hands-on work for the forefoot a bunion case study so it was like here's what you can see by with your hands and um, here's then with my foot and model some some kind of mobilizations that you can use to get a forefoot moving and I just had a foot with a bunion so um, so yeah every single week content like that and it'll take you the feedback basically from the guys in the workshop the guys and girls in the workshop was it, I, they've been in a lot of mentor memberships over the years and this is the one that now obviously they're telling me good stuff because I was there and they were in my gym and I would have kicked them out if they told me anything bad but they said this was the type of content that like 10, 10 minutes once or twice a week and they can learn a shit ton from it and it's not a big massive ordeal or anything like that and they just chip away and that's how i like to learn so that's why i've done it like that so anyway now i've been blabbering on for too long so dgr podcast for 20 percent off for dgr interactive i'm out of here take care